everyone. Great to, to see you all. My name's Andy. I'm one of the ministers here. Charlie, our other minister's down at FaithWorks uh, this morning. So if you're wondering where, where Charlie is, that's, that's where he is. And thank you to Tim and to the musicians for, for leading us this morning. Uh, when we were planning the preaching schedule for the year, there was a, there was a gap, a gap between the Lord's Prayer uh, that we really finished last week and, and our series that, that Tim's already mentioned about uh, faith on, fruitfulness on the front line. Uh, and I said to Charlie, can I preach about living thankfully? And Charlie, being a gracious man, said, of course you can, uh, which, is, which is how we get today. And I even had this verse all ready to go from, from 1 Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So I was all ready to go, but I guess many of you know it's not been the easiest uh, start to the year for our family. Uh, Sarah's mum passed away a a few weeks ago. My my brother-in-law's been uh, seriously ill. And on top of that, I've not been feeling 100% uh, really all month. I've been feeling pretty rough. Uh, Even worse than man flu. Uh, that's, that's how bad. Uh, and I've still got a bit of a cough, so if I do sort of disappear into the corner, forgive me. Uh, maybe I should thank God for a sense of humour and a sense of timing. Uh, but I haven't been feeling particularly thankful this week, so I'm praying to myself, I guess, as much as, as, much as to, to all of you. But I guess I was remembering also that this... You know the post, when you've got young children, the post-Christmas routine, I guess we've all been through it. Uh, That time when parents encourage their probably less than enthusiastic children to write their thank you letters. You know that feeling? You will write your thankful letters. (laughs) I found the solution as well this week on, on Google, there you go. Unsettling bedtime stories to read to rude and ungrateful children. Only $10 from Amazon.com. I was so tempted to have a look and see what it it was like, but uh, you will be grateful. But gratitude's a funny thing, isn't it? I don't know about you, but but sometimes it can creep up on us uh, when we're we're not expecting it. Uh, Last June, we went to Hannah's graduation from... From Exeter University, there's proud, proud dad and uh, super intelligent daughter. Uh, the inevitable proud dad photo. We had a, we had a lovely day, and uh, but I think the thing I really remember is just before the ceremony started, everyone was wandering around in their togs, uh, looking looking very smart. Uh, I, I remember sitting in the hall before the ceremony started, and and I guess well, my mind flashback. Uh, I remembered that time when Hannah was studying for her GCSEs and her A-levels. I remember the girl who had ME, who half the time could barely get out of bed in the morning. Uh, and I found myself overwhelmed with gratitude. Uh, gratitude for my daughter, for her determination, for her resilience, for her character, for the school who cared more about her well-being than about some attendance statistic. And that was, that was a real gift. Uh, for the friends who supported her and who supported us. 
for God's presence on the journey, for hope, for the future. Graduation ceremonies are always a time of of excitement, of of looking ahead. But, But that was kind of gratitude as a raw emotion, really. It was a gut feeling that left me with with tears rolling down my face. It's not a gratitude I'd chosen. I didn't choose to be gratitude at Mary. He kind of came up behind me and patted me on the shoulder and said, Hi, I'm here. And there's a gratitude that's like that, isn't it? That catches us unawares, that is is natural. Something happens to us or we we see something or we experience something and, and the gratitude just comes from within. But that's a one-off, isn't it, I guess? Uh, I guess I normally don't feel like that, even though that my life is filled with blessings, food and shelter and clothing and antibiotics (laughs) (laughs) and people to love and to care for. And for people who love and care for me. I don't know about you, but that's me. That's my life. Gifted. Loved. Blessed by, by James talked about the father of heavenly lights. Who sends good gifts to all his children. And I guess who has special trip gifts for those who trust him. This is Ephesians 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly place. He doesn't just say tidbits from the Father's table, but overflowing blessings. That that first hymn that we sung, ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. His health, his strength, his joy, his presence, his help. The fact that we are caught up in God's story. That we're included in God's family. That we're included in God's mission to the world. We are blessed. Not with minor, occasional, unpredictable blessings. But overwhelmed with good things. And if I'm honest... I don't feel grateful most of the time. It happens at times during prayer, during communion maybe, during worship. When it does, it's fleeting. You get home and then you get on with your life and things return to normal. But if gratitude is just an emotion, I guess that's, that's kind of inevitable, isn't it? Emotions come and emotions go. Sometimes a memory or a an event, a piece of music. But emotions come and emotions go. When Paul says, give thanks in all circumstances, he's not talking about that emotion. He's not as a feeling. He's talking about gratitude as a decision. As a choice. As a way of being in the world, if you like. A disposition that we need to cultivate and choose. Uh, A way of seeing the world that shapes who we are as people.
that shapes how we deal with life, how we respond to life. Maybe there's, a, maybe there's a good analogy with love. We talk about falling in love, don't we? Again, it's something that happens to us. It's a, it's a noun, if you like. It, it creeps up on us. I suppose sometimes it happens suddenly. Your eyes meet across the room and your heart goes boom. Is that how the song puts it? Sometimes it grows gradually. But over in time... Being in love morphs into a choice, into a verb, into something that we do. We choose to love the other. We choose commitment. We choose to act in particular ways because we are committed to that person. And maybe gratitude's a bit like that. We choose to accept life as a gift and to receive that gift. And to be grateful for that gift. One, one author put it like this. I don't know if you can see that. Gratitude at its deepest and most transformative level is not about warm feelings we have. Instead, gratitude is the deep ability to embrace the gift of who we are and that we are. And Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Thankful people, to thankful people, everything comes as a gift. Because they know that for them there is nothing that is earned. Gratitude is the choice to live life as a gift from God. To receive life as a gift from God. My life is a gift from God. Your life. Your friends and your loved ones, they're a gift from God. Your gifts, your strengths, your abilities... They're a gift from God. Your faith and all that comes with that, it's a gift from God. This day, with all the opportunities, with all the joys, and maybe even with all the struggles, that's a gift from God. We don't earn it, we don't deserve it. It is all gift, it is all grace. And that guy you can see at the top is a, a guy apparently who, who had the nickname Tagsy. Uh, I was listening to uh, Radio 2 in the morning uh, and they always have thought for the day and uh, Dave Tomlinson was, was, was speaking about, about this guy's funeral. Uh, he was an artistic recycler who took the things that people threw away and transformed them into amazing works of art. I know some people are into, maybe some of you are into upcycling, where you, where you do a similar sort of thing. You take something that someone's thrown away and you, you make something beautiful out of it. Well, he, he had some of his stuff exhibited in the Royal Academy of Arts, his art. Uh, And this is the thing that struck me when they were talking about him. They said he had a gift for visualizing beauty in the ordinary things. A gift for visualizing beauty in the ordinary things. The things that so often we we miss. 
And for him, especially in the stuff that others saw as rubbish and not, not important. He had that gift in people as well. He did lots and lots and lots of stuff with homeless folks. Teaching them to paint. Because he could see the gift in those folks. And I guess living thankfully means taking time out. To look at the things that so often we take for granted. Somebody once said that 99% of the time, when we have an opportunity to be grateful for something, we just don't even notice it. And I suspect that's true of me. We go through our lives so caught up in everything that's going on. All the stuff crowding in our head, the to-do lists, the emails. That discussion that upset us. All this stuff crowding our head, clamoring for attention. We haven't got space to notice the ordinary acts and the ordinary things of beauty that, that surround us. A friend recently visited his spiritual director who told him that at least once a day he should stop, make a cup of tea, and just sit and count his blessings. You know the old song, count your blessings, name them one by one. And at this moment you should be giving thanks. I didn't decide to try and sing that. <laughs> count your blessings, see what God has done. Do any of you know that song? Some of the older folks remember, remember, remember that song. Uh, can sound a bit twee in some ways, but there's serious wisdom there. Serious wisdom there. Count your blessings, mull them over one by one. And that's, I guess, my encouragement this morning for all of us to take an, either an actual or a metaphorical cup of tea and think about what practices, what habits you can build into your life. Daily even, to, to nurture gratitude in your spirit. To create space in your life to count your blessings. It may be as simple as taking five minutes out with a, with a cup of tea. Just simply ask yourself your question, what am I thankful for today? Five things maybe. What am I thankful for today? And maybe try and be specific for that phone call from a, from a friend, for that letter. For that television program I saw last night. I've got a friend who uses a, a thankful jar. If you come across those. Uh, basically it's a jar. And every time something happens for which she's grateful, she, she writes it on a slip of paper and pops it in the jar. And uh, at the end of each month she empties the jar and reads through the bits of paper and reminds herself. And can thank God afresh for those things. Maybe keeping a journal, a journal of thank yous. I know some people find that, that helpful. Be creative. You're very creative people. Use social media. A tweet a day giving thanks if you're on, if you're on Twitter. Or a Facebook post a day giving thanks for something. Use your phone to take pictures of, of normal everyday stuff that you take for granted that you're thankful for. Instead of the selfie, we have the thanksy. Maybe that's not going to catch on as a, <laughs> uh, as a name anyway. 
I'm, uh, one of the things I'm going to be doing on my sabbatical later in the year, I, w- I want to learn to take better photos. I think photographers and other artists, that's one of their gifts is being able to notice things, to look, to see. Uh, and I need to do that. Uh, to notice all that stuff that maybe we miss. If, if you are a keen photographer, you maybe have a, a wide-angled lens. Uh, I've got an interesting mix of slides this morning. <laughs> this is a toy. We think it's a goat. Uh, this, is, this is a toy goat. Uh, uh, and if you look at the picture, right in the, that corner, left, right in the left-hand corner, about halfway up, you can see just a little bit of shadow can you see that? You can almost miss it. A little bit of shadow in the, uh, in the corner. Uh, look at the picture in wide angle and you see what's hiding out of view. <laughs> Brian the Badger. Uh, just hiding out of view. And wide angled lenses enable you to see more of the picture. To bring what is at the edges, what is at the pifer- periphery, into, into focus. And I guess living thankfully might, means kind of having that spiritual wide-angled lens that enables us to see and to take for granted those things that so often we miss because they're just, just a shadow in the corner, maybe, of our lives. Of course, sometimes being grateful is the last thing on our minds. Uh, Tough stuff happens. There's times in our life where things like grief and anger are the the dominant emotions and the appropriate emotions. And that's good. The Bible gives us prayers, gives us words to express all of life to God, to give to God our anger, to say to God, this stinks. To say to God, this hurts. To say to God, I'm confused. I don't understand. All of that is there in the Bible. All of that is expressed so that we can offer that to God, to give those feelings to God. It's not faithful discipleship to minimize the things that cause us pain and the things that cause us sadness. Those things need to be expressed to God. Gratitude does not drive out anger or grief and neither should it but don't let anger and grief drive out gratitude don't let anger and grief and whatever drive out gratitude it's not a case that I can be either grateful or grieving for instance the best funerals enable us to do both together to give thanks as part of our grief. Came across in the week this Benedictine monk called David Stendhal Rast. Great name, isn't it? He's, uh, there's a TED talk that he's done in his Benedictine habits on, on gratitude. It's, it's, it looks slightly odd. He's in this big conference hall and this, this guy, thin, very thin guy in his Benedictine habit talking to all these people about gratitude uh, and getting a standing ovation at the end 
And he says this, can you be grateful for everything? No, no one can be grateful for war or pain or suffering of a loved one. But within every moment, there is an opportunity to be grateful for something. Within every moment, there is an opportunity to be grateful for something. And what living thankfully does, I believe, is, is in a sense to temper those things we might call negative emotions. I don't believe they are negative. Living thankfully invites us to look for the ways God might be at work even now. Even when that now is full of tears and grief. And if we can't see or understand how God is present, then it invites us to trust. To trust that God is present in all things. And that God does work for good in all things. And of course, I haven't mentioned prayer yet. Praying, thankfully. Uh, uh, these two people are, I guess, probably two of my mentors in, in Christian faith. Uh, Alan and Ellie. Uh, Alan died about uh, a year ago. But, but Alan is one of the most grateful person, probably the most grateful person I ever, ever met. He had this sense of, of joy, of playfulness, of humility. He, he taught me, I guess, about accepting life as a gift. Uh, and when you heard Alan pray, it was just, it was just thanks. It was, it was just thanks. And I guess it struck me a couple of weeks ago, we, we, we've been doing a series on the Lord's Prayer, which, which I think has been great. Uh, and it struck me that if you, if, you look at the, if you look at the Lord's Prayer, there's no thanksgiving section. Uh, when I was taught to pray, I was taught this way. Adoration, if you're like, wow, God, you're amazing. God, the world's amazing. Confession, sorry. We confess our sins. Thanksgiving. Thanks. Supplication, please. And if you look at the Lord's Prayer, there's adoration and there's confession and there's supplication, but there's no, there's no thank you there. Uh, and I've been processing that a bit for the last little bit, wondering, wondering why that is. And then it struck me that, that Thanksgiving is not something that you're meant to just do and then tick off. I've done the thanks bit. Is meant to infuse everything. To pray thankful, thankfully doesn't just mean saying thank you to God. It means that our adoration, our confession, our supplication is offered with, with thanks. With thanks. If we're praying for somebody, we thank God for that person as we, as we pray for them. And these practices, these habits, whatever it is that you, that you do to nurture thankfulness they're not there so that we can say I've done my bit today I've given thanks today I can tick that off my to-do list they're meant to shape us and form us so that so that that's who we are we're grateful people who know that life is a gift we just celebrated communion together if we'd been in a Catholic church, we, we would have called it the Eucharist. Uh, the word Eucharist, does anyone know what, what that word means? It comes from the Greek word uh, Eucharistia, which means thanksgiving or gratitude. Modern, modern Greek for thank you is 
Same word. There you go. Thank you. Jesus says, take and eat. This is my body. This is my gift to you. And that word take is better translated receive. To receive, to eat, to give thanks. And that's, that's really the pattern of our lives. Receive the life I give to you, says Jesus. And we take it, we receive it, and we live it. And we live it gratefully. We live it thankfully. Receive the abundant life that I give you. Live thankfully. And we take and we do that. Thanks be to God. Amen. And let's, let's pray. Let's uh, give thanks. And let's, let's use the Lord's Prayer to do that, to give thanks. So, so let's pray. Father God, you are our Father. Our Father in heaven. And we thank you that you are our Father. We thank you that you are invested in and committed to our well-being, to our flourishing. Thank you that you love us, that you've called us into your family. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And we thank you that your kingdom is coming. We thank you for the signs of that coming that we see all around us. We thank you for the gift of faith. We thank you for the discussions that we can have about faith with those who don't know. We thank you for the ways we see your, coming, your kingdom coming in, in all sorts of acts of kindness, all sorts of acts of service, for the marriage course, for the marriages that are being built up, for the people there who are hearing something of the gospel. Lord, we thank you that your kingdom is, is coming all around us. Give us eyes to see and to notice. We pray for daily bread and we thank you for the ways in which you feed us. For bread for the body, for nourishment for the mind and the spirit, for people who care for us and for, the ho- for those for whom we care for, for those who, whose friendship encourages us to be better people. Father God, we give you thanks. Forgive us our sins, Lord, we We are frail people. We are broken people. We do that which is wrong. And we thank you for the gift of forgiveness. We thank you that your love is is bigger than our brokenness. And for all that follows from that, Lord, that we are ransomed and healed and restored and, and forgiven. We thank you for our life with you. And for your presence with us in good times and in times of struggle. 
and we pray for and we thank you for gifts of guidance and for wisdom. Wisdom for daily living. Lord, we thank you for this community within which we journey together and we learn together. Lord, we thank you for the gift of the scriptures, for the example of of Jesus Christ. We thank you that we can be grateful. And Lord, we pray that we might go from this place and live as, as wise and grateful people to your glory. Amen.